Easter Reading Challenge, Day 5, John 18. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, it's Corey. Welcome back. We are wrapping up. I've just got a few more days of a reading challenge where we are reading a chapter of John a day, uh, starting with John 14, going all the way to the end, John 21. So we started Monday with John 14, and here we are on Friday, Good Friday, reading John 18. Uh, This chapter... This is, this is the tough chapter where we see the narrative, where Jesus is arrested, where he's betrayed by Judas in the garden and taken into custody. custody. And it says he was bound and taken to Pilate. So this is a narrative. But what we're going to see out of this in just, just a few minutes is basically what happened, Jesus' faithfulness and Basically, Jesus' willingness to forgive, which is something powerful for all of us. So it starts out with Judas. And listen to this. It's like out of a a scene of a movie. Um, It says, Judas and a band of soldiers and officers went with lanterns, torches, and weapons to get Jesus, basically. I mean, it's like a mob scene that I'm picturing from this. Lanterns, torches, weapons, a band of soldiers with some officers. That's just a wild picture to think of that's what was needed to bring Jesus in. That's just amazing. If we look here at the text, Jesus steps up because he knows what's going to happen. He says, whom do you seek? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When Jesus said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. I mean, what a scene, right? They sent the mob to get Jesus. And all he does, I am he. And they step back and fall to the ground. So they move on. They oh, Finally, they arrest Jesus. Um, but they Don't do so without a little altercation from Simon Peter, our passionate one here, the passionate disciple. It says in verse 10, having a sword, he drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. Talk about passion. Jesus is here with a few of his disciples. Judas shows up with a band of soldiers and lanterns and torches and weapons. And Peter's like, uh-uh, I'm having none of this. And he steps up and draws his sword and goes, goes at it. But Jesus' response, put your sword into its sheath. Shall I not drink the cup that the Father has given me? Jesus knows what's happening. Jesus knows this is the will of the Father. And he's saying, uh-uh, no one's stopping this. This is God's will. This is what's going to happen. His faithfulness is powerful. His obedience is powerful. So one of the things I want to hit on, there's there's really a lot of good stuff in this chapter, but the thing I want to hit on is verse 17, 25, and 27. 
In verse 17, there is a servant girl at the door. Okay, so they, they arrest Jesus, right? And they bring him to Pilate. And the disciples kind of follow him into town. And the servant girl at the door says to Peter, you also are not one of this man's disciples, are you? And this is our passionate one, right? The one who's willing to take on a mob and draws his sword. He doesn't stand up and boldly say, that's right, I'm with Jesus. He says, I am not. Jump down to verse 25. I think you know what happens. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. So they said to him, you also are not one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. Then let's just keep going, 26 and 27. One of the servants of the high priest, a relative of, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, asked, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter again denied it. And at once a rooster crowed. Basically fulfilling something Jesus had said to Peter earlier. This is Peter. The one who walked on water. Do you remember that? This is Peter. The one where in Matthew 16, 18, Jesus says, You are Peter, and on this rock, I will build my church. (laughs) I mean, this is Peter, the one who wrote 1 Peter and 2 Peter. This same guy who says, I don't know Jesus. Whoa, 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 I wasn't with him. No, I'm not one of his disciples. No way. That's the same Peter. So I've got to ask you a question. Have you messed up? Are you walking with Jesus and somehow you slipped and fell back into an old sin again and again? Maybe you're ashamed. Maybe you think it's over. Jesus could never forgive me. Who am I? Well, let me encourage you here right now. He knows you. He knows your sins and he loves you anyway. Peter did not let those moments, did not let that moment define him. Oh, I'm just the guy who denied Jesus. I should have stood up for him. I I should have stood up and I didn't. What good is it for me to go on? There's no need. He didn't. He allowed Jesus to transform his life. And he was not going to be defined by the fact that he denied Jesus. Instead, he moved forward. And if you read through the book of Acts, maybe that's something we can do. When we read through the book of Acts one day, there is just serious belief in the power of God. Whether it comes from declaring the truth of the gospel, uh, preaching to thousands, um, the healing that took place with Peter, There are some seriously powerful things going on. And it's obvious he did not let this define him. So please, if you've messed up, if you've screwed up, it doesn't matter. Maybe you need to make amends. Maybe you need to seek forgiveness. Sure. But that does not define you. What defines you is who you are in Christ. You are loved. You are forgiven. That is what defines you. Corinthians tells us that we are a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. So let me encourage you, read through John 18 
It's the narrative of Jesus going to the garden with his disciples, being arrested, and uh, being questioned. Again, there's a lot more in here I want you to check out, but let's just keep it at that for today. Um, Tomorrow, we are going to be looking at Jesus being delivered to be crucified in John 19. All right, well, that's all I've got for today. I look forward to talking tomorrow.